You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers stay clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big money at Menards. Sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plants, it's time to hemp present. Our radio resident Hempo Sapien Vivian McPeak will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to hemp present about hemp and cannabis from the legal, activist, and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. Welcome to Hemp Present, where we twist up a freedom fatty of radio rebellion against reefer madness, one interview at a time in an effort to put the injustices of prohibition under the big lights. I'm your host, Vivian McPeak, but you can call me Papaganja of the Propaganja. I am the executive director of the world's largest annual cannabis policy reform event, the Seattle Hemp Fest. In its 24th year, founded HempFest.org. I'm also the author of the book, Protestable, a 20-year retrospective of Seattle Hemp Fest from AHA Publishing. Transmitting from a fortified bunker under a ramshackle reefer radio warren at an undisclosed location deep within the bubbling bowels of underground Seattle, my goal is to spread the green flame of 420 truth in 30-minute increments. Today's guest on Present will be Roger Barber, who will be joining us in a few minutes. Barber is the father of 16-year-old Jenny Barber, who is seeking the legal ability to take cannabis oil as medicine at school. Jenny suffers from debilitating seizures, and a New Jersey state judge recently ruled that Jenny's mother, Laura, cannot go to her daughter's school to administer cannabis oil to help reduce and control seizures caused by her daughter's medical condition. Citing state and federal laws concerning drug possession, the judge ruled that neither school nurses or Jenny Barber's parents have the legal right to use medical cannabis on school grounds. Despite this third legal defeat, Jenny's parents are undaunted, and they vow to forge on in their fight to protect their daughter from the ravages of her disease which is a good thing because legal experts agree that this may be the first legal challenge of its kind in the nation. In his decision, Administrative Law Judge John S. Kennedy claimed that the Barbers failed to demonstrate that Jenny would suffer irreparable harm if not allowed to have cannabis administered on school grounds. Nurses at 16-year-old Jenny Barber's special education school routinely administer prescribed pharmaceutical medication to students, and Roger and Laura Barber sued in an effort to force those school nurses to dispense cannabis oil to their daughter, who has only attended half days at school since April, so she can receive her lunchtime treatment of cannabis oil at home, 
which is mixed in a small glass of cola. The barbers say that cannabis oil is the only thing that has successfully abated the seizures Jenny has suffered since she was three-year-old. However, justice is blind. And sometimes that vision problem clouds the government's ability to discern that which is clearly a human right and a social justice. For example, the court said that one challenge that the barbers failed to meet was proving that they would eventually win their case and obtain a court order to force the school into cannabis compliance. In fact, Kennedy wrote, there's been no case reported in any state that specifically addresses the use and possession of medical marijuana in schools. The barbers, quote, have not established a likelihood of success The judge said, if a school nurse administered cannabis oil on school grounds, that would violate state and federal laws banning drug possession and use in schools, Kennedy added. So the barbers came up with another option. They would come to the school and administer their child's dose of RSO themselves. You see, Laura Barber is Jenny's registered caregiver under the state's medical marijuana program, and she has the ability to assert an affirmative defense against charges of possession or distribution of medical marijuana, even on school grounds, And this is ceded even by the judge in his August 10th decision. Why have the barbers not sought more traditional treatments for their daughter's seizures? Well, they have. Jenny has been on pharmaceutical medications, and she's even endured brain surgery, both to no avail. Jenny's dad, Roger, has been gracious enough to take time out to speak with me today. Welcome, Roger, and thank you for being on Present on Cannabis Radio. Hey, Vivian, thank you. Thank you so much for having us in this important issue on your show. My pleasure, man. Roger, I read that since she started taking edible cannabis 13 months ago, that Jenny's seizures occur only once in every five days. Can you tell us how often Jenny has suffered from seizures before using cannabis and what her seizures are like? Yeah, absolutely. This is just unbelievable. This is something that uh, my wife and I and our family, we, we can't believe it. It is so incredible because Jenny started having actually seizures at three months of age, and they were called infantile spasms. Um, when she became a year old, they termed them as adult seizures, and they're basically what we used to call a grand mal seizure. It's a complete debilitating, dropping to the ground, loss of mental consciousness, jerking, convulsing. Now they call that a tonic-clonic seizure. That's the contemporary state-of-the-art medical term for it, but it's a grand mal seizure. She just drops to the ground, completely out of control, and that occurred, Vivian, almost every day, but at least every other day almost for her whole life. We've been on every legal pharmaceutical that's available, even getting some that were not approved yet by the FDA and getting them from Canada. And we've tried everything. You know, when Jenny was two and a half years old, she had brain surgery where they took out one third of her right frontal lobe in an effort to stop her seizures. That was a complete failure. Um, But my goodness, she starts taking medical cannabis like you said, 13 months ago, and we have seen incredible things. Her seizures are decreased to, like you said, once about every five days. And even more importantly, well, just as important, since the seizures are reduced and the firestorms out in her head, Jenny's ability to learn and her interest in learning has exploded. She's gone from a kid who says one word, eat, bathroom, bed, to a girl that now has three and four word sentences. I love mama. You know, she came into the computer room about two months ago. Laura and I were working there. We have a computer room instead of a dining room. And Jenny just said, I love dada. We both looked at each other, started crying, man. This stuff is incredible. First thing ever that's ever worked for our daughter. Roger, what's it like as a parent? Painful for you. Not only it is. You know, I've, I've found myself praying to my God, 
a number of times, Vivian, just hoping that, man, let her get out of this seizure, man. She's, every muscle in her body is, is, is convulsing. I feel, like, feel like she's going to die. Absolutely. I'm so concerned her heart's going to stop or she's going to have a stroke or whatever, you know, uh, just explode. Um, and die right in my arms, you know. And, and Judge, and I, Judge I, I Kennedy claimed, Judge Kennedy claimed that you had failed to demonstrate that Jenny would suffer irreparable harm if she didn't have yeah. cannabis oil. Well, how do you feel about that? Um, we, we, both my wife and I just can't comprehend that because doesn't she like, suffer harm from every seizure? Every seizure, any seizure could kill her, and we don't know how much harms each seizure caused in her little her brain. brain her body, you know, if she doesn't die, she's still getting harmed, man, every time. He can't fix that. Nobody can fix that. That's irreparable. The New Jersey State Legislature passed a bill earlier this summer that would require schools to establish rules allowing students with developmental disabilities to consume at campus. How optimistic are you that Governor Chris Christie, who consistently takes a scorched earth approach to cannabis policy in general, uh, and he's even threatened to shut down legal cannabis in the states that have legalized. How optimistic are you that he'll sign the bill? Not at all. The intelligence that I've gotten through the Medical Marijuana Coalition in New Jersey and through legislators that I know is that he's not going to sign it. He's just not going to take any action, and he might, you know, probably will veto it or let it, you know, get vetoed or make sure it disappears because he has zero interest in giving any relief. He goes around campaigning that. He supports the law. He's in favor of sick children, but he's talking out of two sides of his face. You know, on the road, that's what he says. But here at home, he takes zero action. Well, there's nothing new about that from our politicians, even though it's starting to change. No. What other treatments right. and medications did you try, uh, Roger, in an effort to curb the effects of Jenny's condition? Do, do you mind if I ask, are Jenny's seizures the result of autism, epilepsy, or something else? They're the result of epilepsy, uncontrolled epilepsy. Seizures, they're called idiopathic. They don't even know what causes them or where they're started in the brain. A lot of times it's from brain damage. Jenny was born with brain damage. She had a, what's called a cortical dysplasia where her neurons, instead of branching out correctly like tree branches, Vivian, in this one area, they got tangled up and knotted. So the electrical impulses, they come flying through there and they short out. They don't know where to go. My wife just joined us and reminds me that she was born otherwise perfect and you know, that was the crazy thing, because here's a little baby, born perfect. At three months of age, she starts having seizures where her smile disappears, her face is changed, her abilities are changed. She stops trying to learn to crawl, and it's just incredible. From that moment on, we started on a 16-year journey where we tried every drug that was available. We tried brain surgery. We tried this crazy ketogenic diet which the ancient Egyptians discovered when they were fasting in the desert. If you starve yourself, the body goes into a state of ketosis, and that has caused some people to stop having seizures. But we tried that diet religiously for a year, and it was a, a complete failure. Actually, my wife has to leave now because Jenny's just having a seizure now with her teacher. Oh, man. We are talking yeah. to Roger. We are talking to Roger Barber the father of Jenny Barber, a seizure patient seeking to have medical cannabis administered in schools. We're going to take a very quick pause for the cause because uh, there's flaws in the laws. Listen to our sponsors really quickly. We'll be right back with Roger Barber. Time to roll out for the people that let us have present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. 
Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. MJWellness.com, the largest medical marijuana community in the world. Connect with thousands of patients, doctors, industry leaders, and businesses through shared personal experiences along our worldwide network. Discover new therapies and benefits with content tailored to you. Come grow your network on mjwellness.com. You're not alone. Your wellness matters. Learn, live, and thrive. Check out mjwellness.com today. From high atop Mount Soldad in San Diego, California, 100 feet above sea level. Good morning. It's good news with cannabis nurse Heather. This plant is amazing. Positive change is happening. We did it. No matter who you are, you can make a positive impact on the world. I would rather be illegally alive than legally dead. And that quote helped to give you strength. Nurse Heather is only on CannabisRadio.com. Good morning, Cannabis Nurse Heather. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. We are back on Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio. I'm talking to Roger Barber, father of Jenny Barber, who just had a seizure as we were on the break. And gosh, you described the, the torturous uh, treatment that she had to previously take and has to take now when she has a seizure. Roger, have you heard of Rick Simpson and his video, Run From The Cure? How did you originally find out about cannabis oil? Yeah, we have. And my wife, actually, due to the way the law is in New Jersey, she's had to become a first a, a research uh, analyst to, to find out and discover these uh, people and these secrets that are on the Internet and available only to a, a select group of moms who have the patience and the ability to find out about it. Then she had to become a, a pharmacist by default because um, we can't buy oil in the state of New Jersey. We have to buy buds only. And my wife has to then make that into an oil. Oh, and, God. Um, it's just ridiculous, man. But she has a group of people on the Internet from Jack's mom in Colorado, Stacy, to moms in New Jersey, to Vivian Wilson's mom, who's a, a New Jersey refugee who had to move to Colorado. All kinds of these great people who are willing to help newbies like us who are coming to this and having to make our daughter's own medicine. And just basically going online and really looking for this stuff and trying to find it. That's how we discovered it. And my wife has been just, you know, it's her full-time job uh, being Jenny's researcher, physician, and pharmacist. Roger, you've already had the benefit of being an attorney. How difficult is it for other parents in a similar situation who might not have the legal savvy or the financial resources to mount a legal challenge to these prohibitionist laws that are denying thousands of patients, young and old, from gaining relief and suffering? How hard is it for folks? You nailed it, Vivian, in your introduction, and I'm so glad you brought that up because you, you were mentioning how this is you know, basically a landmark, one-of-a-kind case, and that's exactly why parents can't afford it. You know, I'm an attorney, and fortunately, God made this happen. I specialized for 20 years in special education law, 
on the other side of the fence representing school boards. You know what I mean? So huh. I know the law. Huh. I have the ability to do it. And they didn't expect me to be savvy and be able to fight them this well. But that's the only reason. If you had to hire me or a law firm or an attorney to fight this fight, this is a multiple-year, multiple-court fight that's going to be quarter of a million dollars easily in legal fees when this is all said and done that people just can't afford to pay. And how hard has the struggle been on you and your family, Roger? I mean, this is just – I mean, first you've got to – you got to deal with your daughter's condition and raise your daughter and love your daughter with everything she's got going through and the financial challenges and everything of her condition. And then you've got this struggle. I mean, how hard is this on you guys? You're amazing. I can't tell you, man. We don't like to talk about our wine or, you know, seem like we're panhandling or nothing, but it's been devastating, man. I put so much time into this case. I've lost clients, paying clients. I've lost work. Be honest with you, our house is in foreclosure, you know, and we're fighting the, oh. we're fighting the bank right now. But it God. doesn't matter because all that matters is that we win this fight and get the right for, number one, our daughter, and number two, for other people not have to do this fight, take this route. I've actually been talking with Jason Bryan in California, who's a documentary film guy, and his son had the same condition as my daughter. We're going to try and battle together from the West Coast and the East Coast He's going to form a nonprofit to deal with getting the kids their medicine, the right medicine. I've already formed a nonprofit to have people donate and raise legal fees for kids who can't fight this battle because this is a two-headed monster. If you have the right medicine and access to it, you don't have the legal right to do it, you're screwed. If you have the legal right to do it, but you don't have access to the right medicine, you're screwed again. You need both of these things, man, and people just don't realize it, and they don't realize the ginormity of the battle. You know, I have people tell me, ah, oh, you're a lawyer, that's cool, there's no skin off your nose, your wife's a stay-at-home mom, big deal. Well, I'll tell you what, man, big deal. Oh, man. Well, you know, I mean, how much of this is, you know, the medical marijuana is open to can of worms because all of a sudden yeah. there's this plant that you could grow, and you could just grow it yourself, and you take it, and you're better. I mean, Bingo. the idea that the only thing that stands between your daughter being able to function and grow and learn and flourish is a plant that grows yep. out of the ground. I mean, how insane that you can't. I mean, yeah. I mean my the God, it's a miracle. Is, it's a miracle right here yep. in our lap. And But Absolutely. oh my God, it might cost the pharmaceutical industry their, yes. their stranglehold on our lives all across the world. I mean, how much is this? Uh, is, is a sinister, say, uh, conspiracy? Yep. yep. You've got the same thought process, Vivian, is running through our heads at identically the same time because my wife and I talk about this constantly. It is the pharmaceuticals, their inability to control and monopolize this. You know, we could be getting our, our medicine from my basement. I could become a horticulturist and learn how to grow the right strain that my daughter needs. God forbid. Yeah, we can't have that, can we? Right. No, because what would you say, Roger? If Governor Biden, Christie was, if I had Governor Christie, Chris Christie, on the show right now, what would you say to him? I would say to him, Governor, either come clean or sign the bill, and do what you say you believe in and what you say you support, but don't lie to us because the people here at home, we see your two faces and we see the lies coming out of them. And you know the funny thing is, is that our position, Vivian, is. We don't need him to sign that bill. Under current New Jersey law, we have the right to do exactly what we want to do. And we're going to have the appellate division in New Jersey 
overrule Judge Kennedy and tell the world that within the next six months. Yeah. Wow. Yep. We'll win. We're going to win this battle, man. And when we do, when we get some legal fees, we're going to start funding that nonprofit that I was telling you about. Because we read an article by a professor from the University School of Law, and he said that this has got the potential to be the biggest federalism case of our generation because it's got the federal one narcotic status. It's got the state's rights issues of prohibition and medical concerns or, you know, there are states' rights creatures. States make their own laws and the federal government trespassing there. That's got the potential to be an explosive, like you said, Vivian, landmark, one-of-a-kind thing. Well, Jenny is very lucky to have you as her parents. I, I can tell you that because, you know, you have certainly got the tenacity and the know-how. Um, and, and it does seem like you were chosen for this uh, with your history, uh, where you already have an intimate knowledge of school medicine, of laws that applies to, to education and stuff. You're really poised to make a huge impact here. So I guess you have learned, you know, you were talking about, you know, Vivian's mom and moms in New Jersey. You've, I guess you guys have experienced what a tremendous underground railroad there is in this country. What an amazing cannabis community. And it's a global community yes. of risk. Oh, like I say, I, I always say, uh, you know, risk takers, movers, shakers, and history makers. And these are yes. just ordinary Americans. You know, this cannabis movement has shown us so much about, I think yes. it's, just, it's a symptom of such a greater sickness in our society a war against the natural world, a conspiracy on the corporate level yep. of multinationals to control us in every single way and make us just passive consumers that they can manipulate. And it's really symbolic of something that's rotting in our nation, yep. in our democracy. You, you hit it right on the head, man. You, you nailed it. And me and my wife, Laura, we're ordinary, regular people, man. And we don't, we don't have no tattoos, not that there's anything wrong with that, but you know, I'm not a, a conservative. I'm a, I'm a liberal guy. We have a, a political debate in our own house. I'm for recreational marijuana because I'm also a criminal defense lawyer, and I see how people go to jail for Now, Roger, uh, you guys aren't radicals, right? You're not some crazy uh, dreadlock, tattooed uh, radicals trying to give drugs to your kids, right? Is that what's going on, or is there something else? No, and you know what? That's funny you said that because... When they, the legislature passed this bill for our daughter, there were three senators in New Jersey who voted against it. One of them is an 85-year-old dentist from up north, and he was interviewed and said that, you know, obviously Mr. and Mrs. Barber are just working this slippery slope trying to use their daughter to legalize marijuana. Well, I'll <laughs> tell you what, man, that infuriated both of us so much. I had to respond to the dear senator in writing and invite him over for dinner to see our daughter and us and meet us we're regular joes man we live in a suburban america you know i have regular haircut uh, we don't have any tattoos not that there's anything wrong with tattoos we're clean cut we're regular americans and you know that's what the problem with this we're the perfect storm that's going to shake this up and scare the crap out of people and you know it's so needed as we see our nation's law enforcement agencies are still arresting people for pot possession at nearly record highs. Uh, you know, the yeah. latest national data shows us that in 2014, 620,000 people were arrested for simple pot possession. That's 1,700 people per day or one person per minute, uh, which wow. is just a complete waste of our precious resources. No, in fact, the victim is your daughter, and she's the That's victim right. of prohibition. Yeah, people are trying to use. Uh, bad science 
and, and fear and uh, ignorance to, to, to keep our daughter from having a, uh, what's a medicine, you know? I mean, Vivian, how many pharmaceuticals that these poison pushers have on the market were created or synthesized from rainforest plants? You know what I mean? What's yep. the difference? This is a, a plant, you know? And Well, the difference is they want it. you to buy their medicine from them. At an equated yes. price where they can take a seven seven dollar pill and charge you seven hundred dollars for it. Hey, look at Pfizer, right? They have a twenty year patent still on Viagra where they can charge twenty dollars a pill. You can get a generic shipped from India for sixty cents a pill. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's it's just completely outrageous. Uh what's That's going what on and, and and it has to be stopped and you know, thank God. Yeah. Thank God there are people like you out there who are willing to take this system on by the horns because it's supposed to be a a nation. Go for it. Yeah. Hey, man, it's people like you guys that are taking this issue and getting it out there. Otherwise, nobody would know about little old Raj and Laura. You know what I mean? And and my wife is, is scared to death because under Judge Kennedy's decision, He's basically said it's illegal to possess medical marijuana in a school zone. We live in a school zone, dude. We're waiting for a knock on the door any day with, with, hey, you got a warrant. I guess you got to come in, man. You know, and oh, by the way, we have the Division of Youth and Family Services here, and we're taking your kids to foster care. So well, I'll tell we, you, he needs to go to school. Roger, it's it's Governor Christie. Chris Christie needs to go to school and be educated on what's really going on because it's an outrage yeah, and it's, right. it's disgusting. How can people support you and your family in your quest for justice and compassion for Jenny and other Americans like her, Roger? Well, you know what? We, we need people to get out there and just educate people against ignorance, number one. And, and number two, you know, we started a GoFundMe site to help pay for some of her legal expenses and – we're going to get the link out there, and if, if anybody can help hit that, God bless them. Thank you, Roger, so much for being on, on Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio. I just I wish you guys, you and Laura, the absolute best of luck. Uh, give our love to Jenny, and uh, we just wish you many victories in your pursuit of justice, man. We'll be following Thank really Thank you guys closely. so much. We you appreciate bet. your time, and, 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 and thank you. All right. You guys take care now. All right. Bye-bye. Take a quick break. Be right back on cannabis radio time to roll out for the people that let us hemp present hang loose we're coming right back gondrepreneur.com your guide to the cannabis business world gondrepreneur.com is a comprehensive resource for cannabis professionals and entrepreneurs download the gondrepreneur app on your smartphone or tablet to catch up on cannabis industry news scroll through our daily job listings and learn about successful cannabis companies executives and investors gondrepreneur.com helping gondrepreneurs grow InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. Candid. I want to give you the inside story. Captivating. 
I want to introduce you to my kind and amazingly talented friends. Compelling. We get to meet some of the most amazing cannabis activists and warriors around. Listen in as medical marijuana pioneer Dr. Dina shares never before heard stories, chats with cannabis insiders and celebrity friends, and provides invaluable perspective and insight into one of the fastest growing industries in the world. I want to share with you what was once confidential information. Let's expose the truth, discuss the issues, and learn the facts. Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we are back on Hemp Present on CannabisRadio.com. And I'm still reeling from my conversation with Roger Barber, father of Jenny Barber, uh, who is seeking to get access to cannabis oil in school to prevent her life-threatening grand mal seizures that she has been experiencing. Uh, You know, this is really... Everything that this cause, that this movement, that this, this culture is about, you know, I mean, just just last year we saw the first year of fully legal recreational marijuana markets open up in our state in Colorado, and even as arrests plunged in those states, they crept upward at the national level, and that tells us that some jurisdictions are ramping up their marijuana enforcement efforts, even as a majority of public of the public embraces the notion of legal weed. Uh, it's just unacceptable. And uh, you know the idea that we're putting people in handcuffs uh, on a daily basis—what uh, one uh, one per minute—is totally outrageous. That's everything that we at Hemp Present are here to work against, uh, and we're going to continue to come back week after week, interview after interview, and bring as many hearts and minds and uh, uh, perspectives as we can, because uh, we are here in the long run. This is a movement that's built to last. And that brings me to the quote of the week, and this week's quote goes like this. We have been terribly and systematically misled for nearly 70 years in the United States. And that is Sanjay Gupta in a CNN essay harshly criticizing the classification of cannabis as a Schedule I controlled. This installment of Hempresent on Cannabis uh, I want to thank my man in the control room, Brasco. I want to thank my brave sponsors and producers, Join me next week for my guest, Cannabis Radio's own Nurse Heather from the show Good News with Nurse Heather. Because when it comes to prohibition, you have the right not to remain silent. Activism requires voice to speak up for justice. Until the next time, stay strong, stand tall, and toke it easy on Him Present. Marijuana! The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.